This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder and I'm welcoming you to my independent travel podcast, bringing you the latest news on travelling, whether you're dreaming of a great escape or actively making plans for one. Today, as you may hear, I'm on the train and on the trail of high speed two as I trace the future of rail across Great Britain. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up for that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. If you, like me, are very interested in travelling by rail around the UK, then you might have seen some encouraging headlines in the weekend press talking about a great Red War rail revival, £96 billion being put into projects to improve the railways. What a great wonder um, that prospect is. I was really interested in it too, but once I started reading about it, and here we are at uh, beautiful Barnsley, by the way, once I started reading about it, um, my appetite was um, somewhat dulled by the fact that um, actually this isn't quite what it seems. Let me talk you through what has been happening and what it means for your travel plans. I'm going to take you back to 2009. That was when the last Labour government, yes, remember them, uh, decided that they were going to um, commit to a high-speed rail network that would transport us into the 21st century, just what the UK needs. At the moment, we haven't really got any high-speed lines apart from HS1, High Speed 1, which will take you anywhere you want to go so long as it is Kent, or Paris, or Brussels, or Amsterdam. It's the one that leads to the Channel Tunnel. And with so much demand for the railway building up, passenger numbers basically doubled in 20 years up to the start of the coronavirus pandemic, it was seen as essential for us to uh, increase capacity. And that's what it's about. It's not really about speed. So when you hear about high speed two and high speed three, yes, it's convenient that they can run up to 225 miles an hour but actually the main point is to take the intercity passenger expresses away from the existing network to free up capacity for freight trains for local and regional services and to basically declutter the railways say right high speed that's going to be on those uh, intercity trains are on those high speed lines everything else we are going to be able to find much more space for you so a really virtuous idea and a great way of shifting demand from road to rail if you get it right 
and what does getting it right look like? Well, successive governments have said, yep, what we want is a high-speed link from London Euston to Birmingham. From there, high-speed two can split into two. You've got the Western branch going up to Crewe and to Manchester with links beyond that on the existing West Coast line, which are going to take you all the way through to um, Glasgow and Edinburgh in Scotland. Then you've got the Eastern link, which is perhaps even more important because it relieves the Midland Main Line. That's the one which goes from London to Leicester to Derby and Nottingham and up to Sheffield. And it continues across to Leeds, which probably is the most underserved big city in the UK in terms of its rail links. Leeds City Station is frankly a mess and it desperately needs investment and improvement by basically having a high speed line or maybe two because if you remember in 2019 the Prime Minister Boris Johnson said I want to be the Prime Minister who brings you Northern Powerhouse Rail which is pretty much equivalent to high speed three this is a link across the Pennines from Leeds and Bradford to Manchester um, cutting the journey from 50 minutes from Leeds to Manchester down to just 20 how marvelous that would be anyway I was reading on my article and I saw that actually when they said it was going to be an improvement what they meant was we are greatly downsizing what we were planning to do with HS2 and HS3 is now history so just to let you know what is going to happen and this is why I'm partly trying uh, following the line that they have in mind I'm traveling south uh, from Leeds um, about 20 miles or so to just round about here um, and this is where the uh, HS2 Eastern leg will sort of end it will join up with existing lines which are already very overcrowded and travel on down to East Midlands Parkway. Now, you may or may not know this station. It is, I think, the most bleak and soulless in the UK, and it's um, in sort of where Nottinghamshire, Derbyshire, and Leicestershire all meet in the middle of absolutely nowhere, though there is a bus to East Midlands Airport. That is going to be the great new hub, and from there, there will be a line down to Birmingham. So effectively, while HS2 West will go ahead, HS2 East will be reduced to less than half of what it was going to be. And that is greatly going to diminish the benefits for high speed rail in the UK. And yeah, that 40 billion pound for crossing the Pennine, that seems to be toast. So what is the government offering? Well, it's very interesting to, um, uh, to, to see what they are are doing and um, they are absolutely promising that they will get the benefits of uh, HS2 um, much earlier for much less money well if it were so easy I would be all in favor of it but of course it isn't they are reducing the benefits of HS2 and greatly reducing the opportunities for improving infrastructure across the UK I'd be really interested in getting your impressions on what is happening. Of course, you can tweet me at Simon Calder. You can also email S, short for Simon, at Holes, H-O-L-S, 
www.cultureforholidays.tv and let me know what you think about it. But that's quite enough from me for now. I'm hopefully meeting, reaching my destination um, uh, quite soon. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. For now, goodbye, stay safe. I'll talk to you tomorrow. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.